Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode episode of the Trevor Olson Show, episode number 50, tits, 56. On, speaking of tits, we got some conversation on tits today. Episode 56 on Wednesday, April 28th, 2021. I am your host for the evening, the afternoon, the day, the night. Trevor Olson, good to be here. All right. Let's talk tits. Let's talk tits, though. From a reputable news source, which uh, 5% of the U.S. population trusts. From supersized to a more natural look, the evolution of breast implants. Published April 22nd, uh, 2021, so this is fairly new. Okay. I just looked up current events and this popped up, so I was curious. I want to know what's going on in this realm. What are the ladies thinking? Written by Mariana, 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 Serini, CNN. How many people trust CNN these days? How many people trust CNN? What's the polls? Let's see. I just know that the trust in typical media has gone down substantially. We'll look into that later. All right. Breast implants are more popular than ever. They remain one of the most sought-after cosmetic surgeries in many countries from the United States and Brazil to the UK and China. They're the subject of reality shows and tabloid spreads, a recurrent topic of celebrity culture and a perennial punchline. But in terms of size, implants are actually getting smaller. Okay, interesting. A shift has been underway since the mid-2010s with women around the world from Victoria Beckham to Crystal Hefner, uh, Crystal Hefner, uh, seeking implant removals or reductions. While some, like I just know somebody who had uh, their tits reduced, a uh, c- couple people, but this person I was thinking of had implants. While some, like Hefner, do so due to health complications, there are also signs that the unnaturally large look has simply fallen out of style in recent years. It's interesting how the shapes of our bodies, how we dress goes in and out of style how one so as i've noticed just in in my in my uh my 25 years the coming back the revival of what i guess what you could have called in the past like mom jeans these high waist jeans which are like up above the belly button kind of jeans on on women i actually think those look really great on women so i'm I'm all for them if it was some like what like uh I, i really don't know any other uh, what were women wearing? Like, if you guys had to, like, you know, if this was Al-Qaeda, everybody was, like, wearing black. I could just look at you. I just see your eyes. Which is essentially what's been going on for the last year because I can't see anybody's face. So it's like, I think I'm attract- I'm attracted to the upper part of you. Upper part of your face. But it's like, what if your jaw's all cocked? I don't know. Like, what if you got, like, what's something's going on with your nose? Like, I don't know. Listen, these are just honest questions. People dating in COVID, let's be honest, it's been a little challenging. Either it's been challenging or I'm just using the COVID as an excuse for the lack of dating I've been doing. Although I would like to date more. That was a realization I had on my road trip. It seems to be the case that COVID has made socializing, dating, a bit more challenging. Personally, the masks throw me off. All right. The face is important to me. It's an impo- I think it's important to anybody. No one wants to be with a butterface. And uh, if you don't know what that is, please look it up. Uh, 
just kidding. Everyone's beautiful. Um, but it has made like, like I remember seeing this one girl and she, uh, I was, I was gonna kind of checking each other out uh, smiling at each other, but I can't even see her teeth cause she's got a mask on her face. It's like, what if you got some yellow chompers? What if you look like a, what are those, uh, fucking like a wood, woodchuck? What if you got woodchuck chompers? Uh, I don't want that. I don't want you uh, biting my dick on accident if, if things get intimate. We can't have that. So, I, not because of coronavirus, but really just because of, of dating, I think we should remove all masks. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't know. All I know is that it has made dating, dating, uh, it's, I shouldn't even say dating, just like seeing someone's face. It's kind of an important thing. You didn't realize how important someone's face was until half the face got covered for a year. It's like, is this person smiling at me? It's like, well, you can see their eyes and their eyebrows raising. It's like, yeah, sort of. But like, what if it's like an evil smile? Like, I'm going to destroy your family kind of smile, you know? It's very difficult to understand somebody's facial expressions when half their face is covered. So, although I will, I was at Walmart the other day and I saw a woman who was stunningly beautiful and she had a mask on. I smiled at her and like, hi. <laughs> no, I didn't, I didn't say hi. But we walked past each other and smiled. Uh, I smiled at her. I don't know if she smiled at me. I didn't have a mask on. She did. But that was like, the, that's the one woman in 365 plus days that I've seen, half her face was covered. And I was like, I know she's attractive. But even the thought, the thought still came to me like, what, you know, what if she was like a smoker and half her jaw's missing? Okay, sure, the mask would be like maybe crumpled up a little bit. You'd see like a little, you got a, like a, a, you know, a side shot of her. You could see the gap. That wasn't the case, so I'm assuming that lower jaw is still there. But uh, these are questions we need to be asking, folks. Serious questions uh, that we, the American public and the world public needs to be considering. How are young people supposed to date when we can't even know if we're attracted to people? Dating in COVID, in the COVID world, hasn't been, hasn't made things easier. Most people were already kind of disappearing into cyberspace with pornography and, like, dating stuff online. Like, OnlyFans. I know that's not dating, but, like, these virtual relationships. Like, that was already happening as people went further and further into the, the, the internet realm. Deeper and deeper down. So that was already happening, and then COVID kicked in, and it just really exacerbated everything, because then, obviously, everything went online, just like you're listening to me online right now, my five friends. So, I don't know. I, 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 I would like to date. I'm ready to date. I like women. All right, let's get back to that. <laughs> I like women. Thank you for clarifying that, Trevor. I thought you were gay. Studies also indicate that the United States and the UK demand for breast reduction procedures grew 6% from 2018 to 2019, according to Google Trends. So a lot of people are getting the breast reduction. Listen, everyone has a personal preference when it comes to the size of breasts. But I think most men would say that, like, 
we're we're not too picky. Not too picky. Maybe some dudes are, but it's, they're probably like, cause like I I when I was like young, like seventeen, I had this sort of imaginary vision that I was like, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna hold out until I meet the perfect woman. It's like you, fucking idiot. Like, why didn't somebody say that to me? And then of course, as you get older and more mature, you understand it's like, oh, no one's perfect, and actual actual physical beauty isn't the most important quality uh, of a human being. Although it's you know, if you're it should you should be attracted to your partner. That's important. I met this dude on my tr- on my road trip. Good dude, um, but he was just like he's he's been with um, his lady for twenty years, and he just like opened up to me. He's like, I'm not attracted to her at all. He's like, and then he went like, it got really kind of sad. And he was like, I'm not happy. And I was like, you've got to tell her like th- that it, they weren't married. So I was like, it, it should be doable. I was like, but of course their lives are also so tied together. It's, you've been with a person for 20 years. You know, your lives are so crisscrossed with one another, with one another that it's not that simple. But yeah, yeah, I just, I, I you know, you have to be ideally physically attracted the partner you're with today's episode brought to you by dating advice from trevor oh shit i lost my page back let's see changing aesthetics the first breast enlargement surgery using silicon implants was performed in 1962 it's amazing how new all like that is and i i think if anything what what this article is kind of suggesting it's 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 that it's the insecurity we have around our own bodies. Isn't it weird that we can like hate our own bodies or we judge our own bodies or we look at our bodies in, in or we see our bodies in a in some sort of skewed way um, like somebody with anorexic and they see themselves as heavy when they're like floating off into the air from a breeze. Um, it's, and body dysmorphia, what is it, dysmorphia, is that how you say it, body dysmorphia, um, all these different ways we perceive our own bodies, it's very interesting, it's like, here we are, we've got these physical, uh, machines here, made out of, and they're so infinitely complex, complex that it's hard to fathom, I don't know what, I can say what DNA is, I don't even know what DNA, it's your blood, there you go, that's kind of right, Actually, Trevor, it's not DNA. It's uh, I don't even know what DNA stands for. Let's find out. DNA stands for D- <laughs> DOX ribonucleide acid. Is that it? Is that how you say that? Uh, pronunciation. Uh, how to say DOX? Ready? I'll have somebody in the UK say it. Oh, it's going to come through my headphones, so you won't hear it. Deoxyribonucleic acid. Oh, my God. Deox... Oh, God. You do it in the U.S. Deoxyribonucleic acid. Deoxyribonucleic acid. Let me tell you about the structure of deoxyribonucleic acid here. No, it's just weird. It's it's it, it it just suggests to me suggests to me that we need to uh, we need to be more. We need to we need to we need to. Oh God, it's gonna sound horrible, horrible. We need to love our bodies. No, we need to work on our bodies. We need to we need to discipline our bodies. We need to. But also, it doesn't help to just judge yourself 
horribly. Um, you know, I think, I think being dissatisfied with your body suggests that you'd like to improve. Um, I don't really see anything wrong with that. Now, if you're hating yourself for your body, like that's, that's not helpful. But I mean, if you're overweight and you're like, man, I'm really kind of disappointed with how I look and feel, I'd like to get healthier. It's like, well, if it weren't for that feeling of dissatisfaction, like you wouldn't ever get on the path of, of health, let's say, or, or, or health or fitness or whatever it is, whatever it is that you're trying to achieve. So, I mean, there's there's benefits to being, uh, there's countless benefits to being dissatisfied, to having dissatisfaction in every part of your life. It's like, if you feel, if you're disappointed with your career, you can you know improve or you can change or you can do whatever. If you're disappointed with your body, you can get in shape. If you're disappointed with your education, you can educate yourself. So, I mean, unless, I mean, if, if you met somebody who was just satisfied with everything, you, 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 they, you'd think they were a psycho. Everything, like nothing's worse than what somebody denying the reality of life. Everything's perfect. It's blissful. Nothing bad is happening ever. And if anything bad does happen, it's actually a good thing. I'm an optimist, but we can't, we, let's not deny the harsh reality of suffering going about in the world. I, I, I looked up current event, events before the podcast just because I wanted to see what maybe, you know, what's going on in the world. Every headline, it's just horrific. It's like April 27th, coronavirus news. Uh, coronavirus ravaging India. Leaked tape pulls back curtain on Iran's foreign policy. It, I mean, it, death of, oh, oh, death of Osama bin Laden. Fast facts. Well, okay. Oh, did he die? Like, is it like an anniversary? When did Osama bin Laden die? Oh, May. Tw- okay, so people are starting to look it up because it's almost May. So Os- Osama bin Laden was killed, supposedly, May 2nd, 2011. Wow. Ten years it'll be. Holy cow. That's crazy. Killed by Robert O'Neill, the former Navy SEAL who says he shot Osama bin Laden during the 2011 Neptune Spear raid. Called out, okay, called out, he, okay, this is, called out President Trump on Twitter after Trump boosted a baseless conspiracy theory claiming the SEALs actually killed a double, a body double. Trump's, God, Trump said that. Maybe he's right, I don't know. I, I Haven't you noticed a slight decrease in pressure ever since Trump has left the office. Is he running in 2024? Do you guys know? I'll just sit here and wait for a response. Like he, like I'm like, okay, let's see. Is Trump first thing that comes up running in 2024? I just want Google to be like, yes or no. I don't want to have to click on a link. There was a video on YouTube of him talking about it, but I never got around to watching it. I think, okay, here's a quote from former President Donald Trump. I am looking at it very seriously, beyond seriously. Oh, boy. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Let's just get back to talking tits. Uh, (laughs) Ah. Implants go big. Okay, so I think this is diving back in time because implants are getting a bit smaller. But implants weren't out of favor for long. Celine Field alternatives were elevated in the new golden era of FDA ban. 
In 2006, once again, clearing silicon implants for cosmetic use in women over the age of 22. By 2010, breast augmentation was the most popular form of plastic surgery in the U.S. With 318,123 procedures performed that year. Whoa! Do the math. How many is that a day? 318,123 divided by 365. Is that like almost 10,000 a day? 10,000. It's 871. That was completely wrong. No, is that right? 871 times 365. Is that right? Okay. So 871 implants a day throughout the country. Uh, and then uh, they have a lovely picture of Pamela Anderson uh, showing them off. <laughs> Let's see. If you looked around, you'd have noticed them everywhere. On celebrities, your next door neighbor, in men's magazines and TV shows. What made them stand out, literally and figuratively, was their volume. They're very loud. Uh, circular and <laughs> perched high on the chest implants of the 2000s were deliberately, deliberately obvious and coveted precisely for their gravity-defying look. Interesting. New natural looks. However, there's been a twist in the story in recent years with unnaturally large fake breasts no longer a signifier of sexual liberation or individuality. According to Holiday, they became, oh, this is interesting. They became synonymous and artif they became synonymous with artificiality and tack tackiness. She said most women didn't want to be associated with that. Interesting. 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 Yeah, so I'm just looking I'm just looking at the not pictures, don't worry. Um what's what's today's episode about? I don't know. I'll be honest, I didn't know what I was talking about today, folks. Didn't know. Had a long day yesterday, a little sleepy, a little tired. Um what's going on today? Gym action later. I'm supposed to have this a script memorized for some for for the gig uh, that I'm doing, and it's, it was like part five. I've already memorized like a five minute dialogue for things, and for things very descriptive, Trevor. And now there's a, like a part five that I have to memorize that I was supposed to have completely memorized today, and I haven't looked at it at all, <laughs> which isn't good or responsible of me. Yet here I sit. So, I think I'll have to look over that today. And hopefully, I'll get like maybe half of it memorized, hopefully. And uh, we'll, we'll get that taken care of. Actually, cool little technique for those of you if you have to memorize things. I don't know if you've ever heard of it, but it's called the, um, the Mind Palace Technique. Very interesting. So, what you do is... You close those little eyes of yours. Close your eyes and you envision a house, a room, whatever it may be. In my house, I have multiple different rooms for memorizing this script. And what you do is you create the room in as much detail and as much detail as possible. You create it as in-depth as you can. And then whatever it is that you're memorizing, if it's, a, if it's a question, if it's a phrase, if it's the answer to a question... You 
associate it with your room. And so you can, so if you had to say, I like tires, and for some reason you were too stupid to memorize that. <laughs> if you if you're like, I like tires, and you're like, my God, I can never remember that. You could create a little room with like a picture frame. You could do like one wall picture frame. And it could just say, there could be an eyeball. So it'd be like, I, and like, like, you could put maybe a thumbs up or a heart. And then you would visualize a tire. So it's, it's associating, associating vis, uh, visuals with whatever it is that you're memorizing, with the words you're, you're, you're memorizing. So you could just remember, I like tires, because you can see that picture in your mind. And what's really neat about this technique is the fact that it's infinite, meaning you can have uh, as many rooms as you possibly can can create in your mind so you can have there's people who I've, I've heard of, I've heard of people having thousands of, of rooms in their mind and so they're able to memorize thousands of things it's a cool little technique that really I had to memorize like this five minute dialogue and I, and I was trying to do it and I was like this is not I'm not taking any of this in even though it was just simple simple phraseology it was very simple I was like, I'm not memorizing any of this. This isn't working. I need some sort of technique so I can remember this. And I stumbled upon it on YouTube, the Mind Palace technique, and uh, implemented it. And it definitely, it works. It definitely works. And so I went through the whole script today, actually, just to see if I could do it. And I did it start to finish, baby. Like I said, five minutes of uh, of work, uh, of speaking, rather. And and uh, it's, it's good to go. So pretty cool. I remember I had a friend in, was in well, it was we were. I'm trying to think if he was in middle school when he was telling me about this. It might have been high school. He was implementing this mind palace technique, and he's the one I heard it from. Uh, he, yeah, we haven't talked in a long time. Um, I think he's like he was an old friend. He he's married now and he lives downstate. Crazy, crazy that uh, that just happens now with people I know, married, children jobs security 401ks uh health benefits dental all of the things that we all end up getting it's weird that it's just it's like he got married and you go oh great <laughs> it's not like oh wow that's a disaster this is going to end poorly uh it's like no it's like wonderful great yeah he's 25 do it do it I was thinking the other day that I will probably, and who knows if this, I'm just totally guessing. I'll probably get married married in my 30s. That's my guess. 30s, mid-30s. Should be able to have children unless the, the uh, you know, the old boys stop working. Uh, which I, I don't see that happening. So hopefully that's, uh, <laughs> that's the case. Um, yeah, should be. So yeah, that's the nice part about being a man. You know, we, we, we can have kids kind of whenever you can get anybody. You can get people pregnant when you're... How Does does it ever... Does sperm ever lose its potency? Let's find out. Does sperm ever lose its potency? I know you can become a... What is this? Something. That's impotent? Is that a word? Sperm production or spermatogenesis does take place indefinitely but the quality and the motility of sperm 
declines with age. Older men are also more likely to pass genetic mutations onto their children. Whoops! 65-year-old messing up the kid. My bad! About four times faster than a woman would, according to an Icelandic study. It's interesting how they say that the men's... I'm probably messing this up. The men's DNA, whatever, the, men, the men's sperm determines the sex of the child. Is that right? Is that correct? I think I've heard that. Uh, yeah, very interesting. So, but I know that, I mean, okay, so the older you get, just like the, the older men, Jesus, Jesus, sorry, <laughs> the older men and women get, the older men and women get, my brain, I, I feel all scattered today, folks. The older we get, the more likely we are to wreck our children. That's what I've just heard. So knock those babies out, ladies, in your 30s, gentlemen. Don't be waiting till you're 50, 60 to take on the responsibility of fatherhood. Yeah, I think in my 30s would, would be good. 30, 35, 40. I know the testosterone starts to, to decline around 40. But I also know you can mitigate those effects through physical exercise. So, good to go. I got accused yesterday. It's kind of a compliment. Uh, uh, While I was at the gym in Escanaba, a gentleman said, uh, Are you all natural? You're taking, you taking steroids. And I was like, well, I'm not that big, first off, but thank you. Um, and I was like, no, man. I was like, I just take uh, creatine. And he's like, I reserve the right to check your back for back knee. And I was like, what? <laughs> first off, don't fucking touch me. Uh <laughs> No, I yeah, because I guess steroids can give you really bad acne on your back. Is is I I apparently, um. So nice little compliment. Oh, Trevor, you must be on steroids. Definitely not on steroids. Uh, and definitely not even kind of big compared to dudes actually on steroids. Um, you can just be in like good shape, and people will be like, you want, you taking something? What are you doing? You can just be not fat. <laughs> you can just be not fat, and people are like, what what what's what's the secret? Huh? You're shoving that needle up your ass? What's going on? Give me some. Come on. Everyone, everyone wants everyone wants it. Everyone wants the secret, folks. Let me tell you something. There's no secret. All right? No secret to success as I sit in my parents' basement. No secret. I'm looking for it. <laughs> um, no. There's no, I just not. Yeah. There's no secret. How many times can you say it, Trevor? I'll say it once more. There's no secret. There's no easy route there's no hack there's nothing there's just discipline i've been listening to jocko willink i've always been listening to him but i mean i've been listening to him on spotify and some dude took all of his things that he said on his podcast and they put like edm music over it and so it's it's him it's some of it's kind of silly because he's it's him just like repeating and it's almost like he's rapping Excuse me, and it's just kind of, it's really kind of funny, but a lot of it's great. It's like you're, you're trying to get a workout, and a lot of people, you know, music really elevates a workout. It really does. When I'm training people, I had my first three classes yesterday training. I I feel like they went really well, um, and I asked everybody who participated in them, and they said they enjoyed them, so and that they'd be back. So it was good. But yeah, just like with anything, it's like you got to have energy, uh, uh, music rather, elevates and adds energy to a workout. So it's like you got music going, 
you're shouting and yelling. Monique, the trainer, she just, she's like, you better yell louder. I want to hear you from the grocery store across the street. And I'm like, hey, 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 Monique, settle down. No, she's great. Um, yeah, yeah. So training's going well. But yeah, you got to, it's fun. You got to have that energy. You got you to gotta elevate. And music does a good job of elevating workouts. A lot of some people say it's cheating. It's like oh, it's cheating to work out to music, and it's like, what fucking game are you playing? What who you play this game with? Like, I know what they're saying. They're saying that if you really want to challenge yourself, you'll do it without music, and you'll just listen to your heart racing and your breath heaving and your sweat pouring down your face, and you'll just just focus on that. Um, and there, and it, and it ultimately, I, I personally think it, it makes it more challenging when you're just, when you're just experiencing and when you're really hearing all of that. I like to drown all that out with high energy music, 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 whatever it could be. I mean, I'm, I'm always kind of changing genres during my workouts. I get bored with music quite easily, so I have to, I have to switch it up. Um, but yeah. Yeah, but yeah, how we doing? Oh, <laughs> we're almost there. Fifteen seconds. Well, cool. I feel like I really stumbled my way through that podcast, folks. Trevor, that's what you always do. Oh, thanks. Um, so that's it for today's episode. What did we talk about? Tits. Uh, that'll be the title of this one: breast implants. Uh. <laughs> And a little bit of the Jimity Jim Jim McJimerson. All right, friends. You guys all have a good rest of your day. Keep doing your thing. Uh, if you guys want to come train with me or anybody else, come on by to Anytime Fitness uh, in Iron Mountain. Also, if you uh, would like to show your direct support and you enjoy this podcast, you feel like you got a little something out of it, you enjoyed it, it made you laugh, it made your day a little less horrible, Head over to patreon.com slash Trevor Olson. That's the best way to directly support me. Uh, patreon.com slash Trevor Olson. New music this Friday. Very excited for you guys to check that out as well. Uh, that'll be out on Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube, the whole shebang. And uh, yes, friends, you guys keep doing your thing. And we'll see all of you guys on Patreon on Saturday. <laughs>